here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. We're going to be gleeful, which is exuberantly joyful today, except for that one story out of oh, Texas. No. I mean, the way you said it before was something came out of a pipe or something? Well... Is that right? Plumbing, plumbing. in general. You know, okay. you've heard of iguanas coming up out of a toilet uh. in Florida. There's been various snakes, I don't know, always in the mm. south. See, that's why, you know, we have yeah. our winter, but at least we don't have snakes and iguanas coming up through the plumbing. Yeah, the bugs and the, the reptiles seem to get a little larger mm-hmm. the further down you go. Mm-hmm. So, eh. so it always really like that. could be worse. A woman in Texas taking a bath when she sees something. You know that you've got the overflow valve there in the yeah. tub. I would like to sit this story out you're, already. You're out? I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> la, 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 la. Okay, Laura's out. La, 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 la. Oh. She sees little, like, there's like activity behind the oh, overflow no. flower. Oh, no. No. It's a scorpion. And then does it fall down into the bath water? Well, Wait, what? I, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then, of course, what's the first thing she does is grab her phone. Oh, no, no. I would be trying to uh-huh. jump up out of the bathtub, probably slip, crack my head open uh, on the, you know, yeah. the railing. Pull the, tub. the shower oh. curtain down. Oh, it would be, I would be dead. Plasters literally. falling from the ceiling. Yeah. Meanwhile, the scorpion's like, why, why am I even here? Get me out of here. I got to find another house. <laughs> Here's uh, her moment, rolling her camera. He's going to. Are you freaking kidding me right now? You ain't gonna make it out of there. You're, so- <laughs> You're not gonna. Oh, make she it is out. way too calm. Like that is way too calm of a, of a scream. How are you that in your right mind to gr- stay in the tub, grab yeah. your phone, yeah. and record that? No. no. I'd be running for, uh, I've got one of those Burnsomatic plumbing yeah. torches. That's what I'd be going for. Yeah. And then the house I, I, burns down. We'd, we'd have problems. If I made it out of the bathtub without slipping and cracking my head open, again, <laughs> picture that coming out of a bathtub soaking wet. I'd run right out the front door because I would have no... Yay! I would have no way of trying to rationalize what was happening. I would be screaming for the neighbors to help me. Oh, there it would be bad. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Is it too early to uh, bring up a, a lovely thought of Christmas time? And You know there's a, a very large package under the tree with your name on it, but you can't have it yet for a few days that... You know, that anticipation, that energy. Is that where you're at with the cat? So you just Uh, uh, sent a photo (laughs) of the kitty. Yeah, so I checked in with my aunt because as as you may know, or maybe you missed it when we talked about it on Monday, I rolled into town at Alex's, got everything unloaded out of my car only to get a phone call from my mom. We are taking the cat to the emergency vet. This was Sunday night. I thought, oh, no, no. Thought he had a urinary tract infection, but turns out, and I've heard this before, one of my my former kitties actually had something similar when his sister passed away and then we moved. And so he was a little traumatized by all of this. And they said that cats can kind of hold some of their anxiety and their nerves inside and it affects their bladder and it makes like irritation. So it's not necessarily an infection, but it's irritated. So we need to get that inflammation down, get him calmed down. Well, then I send you that picture today and look at him all snuggled up sleeping. He looks stress-free. He's got big paws. They almost look like... uh, 
like a wild animal size paw. Yeah, and look at the floofies under the toe, little toe beans. Yeah, yeah. And there, I bet once he gets healthy and and well fed, <laughs> and my aunt's feeding him well. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. he started out very, very skinny when he was astray about about a month ago, and so I bet he's going to be a big, big boy. They think he could have maybe a little Maine Coon in him, That's which is a very large cat. Yeah. That's it. There's that look of the paws, and that's a cool-looking cat. I can see the bear belly. Your cat and one of my dogs have bear bellies from their little incisions. uh, I should see if there's something we can Google. I'll bet there is. Tell me what I could have bought for $4,000 spent on the cat or $2,000 spent on the dog. Oh, yeah. And then let me also add to that tally. So we have 43 something for the surgery. We have 500 for the first two visits leading up to the surgery Uh, and another 450 for the emergency vet Sunday night. So, oh, that's right. Listen, I was saying to Alex before all of this happened, I said, you know, they make those little cat strollers. I was thinking about ordering one. Well, then after all this, he's like, yeah, so you still want that cat stroller? Yeah, order it. I mean, why not keep running up the bill? Alex, (laughs) best husband ever. Call or text Tim and Laura, 320-235-1025. The Q102 Morning Show. Stolen totem pole prepared for return to Canada. Can they get some good news? Can they get their totem pole back? How do you steal a 30-foot, two-ton totem pole? (laughs) And how far did they go? Did they cross the border with it? I would think at some point they go, what do you got that uh, totem pole for when you're trying to go through through the border, right? It's in Scotland. What? (laughs) Exactly. Next on the Q102 Morning Show. (laughs) How did it get all the way to Scotland? That took some effort. It's huge. It's 30 feet, two tons. It says it's carved out of a single piece of wood, except for a small wood cap. So basically, one big piece of wood and then a cap on it. It stood, it was carved in 1855 by some of the indigenous people up in northwest Canada. Now, here's the thing. Some say a Canadian anthropologist was given the total pole and he sold it to a museum in Scotland. That's their understanding. Researchers okay. say that this uh, anthropologist took it without consent. Oh, so it wasn't really given to him. To sell, he right? Just, yeah, got a little sticky fingers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this home with me and well, do as I will. The, okay. The locals were out of their village during hunting season and then he mysteriously, oh, well, I'm going to sell this to a museum in Scotland. So the museum said, hey, we acted in good faith. We bought it understanding that it, it was his. Yeah, it was rightfully yes. his and he could sell it. And yeah. well, good on the museum for giving it back. That's then. right. They realize now that uh, it was not theirs to purchase for cultural, spiritual and political reasons. And so they are getting it back to Canada. So all is well. <laughs> Canada needs some good news in the midst yeah. of all of these fires. They now. sure do. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Thank you for sending me this link to a website with some beautifully uh, sizzling meats on the grill. Uh, uh, thanks for thinking of me. Uh, oh, yeah. You would think about? so, right? But uh-huh. that's what I had for dinner last night. I sent Mom what? a picture. I said, we're having medium rare steak. Look at it. What? She's like, no you're, no, you're not. Whose plate is that? And I said, no, it is actually my plate. Have you ever seen this brand? It's called Meaty, Meaty. M-E-A-T-I. I had not. 
And so I picked it up. It was on clearance, and I thought, eh, if it's bad, whatever. It's on clearance. I'll buy it. But it was mushroom root protein, carne asada steak. Now, Alex does not like mushrooms, so I bought the package thinking I will eat both of these if it was good. You never know, right, when you're trying something new. And I don't eat, for being a vegetarian, I don't really eat a lot of the imitation fake meat. I will if I'm having company over and, say, making a lasagna. Uh I'll buy the little meat. You yeah, know, yeah, fake yeah. meat crumbles. But otherwise, I would just make the lasagna with spinach and mushrooms to start with. Who cares about the meat? But I thought, ah, oh, these are these might be interesting. Well, Alex does not like mushrooms to start. So I did not think he would be partaking in this. I thought he could make himself something else. But he's like, <laughs> no, I'll try it. Yeah? It was oddly very real, like <laughs> medium rare steak. You know how it's kind of squishy yeah. and chewy because it's still medium rare when yeah, you make it yeah, yeah. that was the consistency of these okay. i would get them again he liked it i'm like are you sure because you don't have to eat it i'll eat it tomorrow i would like this as leftovers he's like no i kind of like it I'm like, I well, would, you weren't supposed to i try i have purposefully bought meatless burgers meatless chicken patties they're you know, very seasony and if you sear them enough and slather them with mayo you can tolerate it on a sandwich I would try them. I see. Thank. I've got the website open here. There's mm-hmm. classic steak. You said you did the carne asada. I did the carne asada. So it had a uh, almost that greenish rub, whatever the yeah. well, that's chimichurri the carne, something uh, no, that's or the other asada. on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carne is the meat, Tim. Really good chicken cutlets, crispy chicken. I would try them. Now, when you sent me that site, the meaty store locator. Shows largely around the Denver area. Is that where this company is out of? Can we? Uh... It might be headquartered there. So they have mm. a little like where to buy it. So I did put Wilmer in it, and it says oh. not in your area. Of course yet, not. Which I thought this seems to me like something that you would find in the Target food section. I found uh, it at Meyer stores, but you said you don't have Meyer nope, there. Nope. But you can click on the little like, hey, bring to my area. So <laughs> well, I feel like if enough people do, then you'll be able to try okay. it. Yeah, well, then I got to give them an email, and I'm going to start yeah. getting all kinds of junk mail again. Well, yeah, uh, you will. I, <laughs> you sure will. But I'm t- I don't know how the classic steak, and I don't know how the chicken versions are, but that carne asada mushroom root, and it had a ton of protein in it. Yeah? For the, the small amount of quote-unquote steak that it was, it had one and a half grams of fat. That's like nothing. Yeah. It had 120 calories. That's like nothing. And I think it was 17 grams of protein or something like that. I saw. And a ton of fiber, too. I saw a low salt content mentioned as well on mm-hmm. on one of these fiber, 25% on the chicken, zinc, protein, 33% of your daily recommended. Listen, I'll go out there and say I would try that. You would try. I think you will be pleasantly surprised. So get texting or emailing or whatever you need to do to request in your area. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cashwise calls. We got in a truckload of this fake meat, and they a said meaty, it's Tim. thanks to Tim Burns at Q102. <laughs> yes. Now, what are, you better buy some of this, pal. I love it. Keep it coming. Q102. Before you go, I know you're, you're working hard. We appreciate it taking us along to work, either listening online at 1025fm.com or on a smart device or on your forum. But here in Minnesota, there in Ohio, you're not the hardest working, I'm sorry to say. It seems to be that way, which I did a little digging because they broke it down state by state, all the states in the country, which are the most hardworking and which 
are the least hardworking state. And I said, well, based on what, though? Are we talking just number of hours yeah. worked? Like who's or who's working the most? But they said it was 10 key indicators that ranged from average work week hours. So they did take that into account to share of workers with multiple jobs to annual volunteer hours. So people who worked their regular job then volunteered. So how many hours ratio that was per resident? And volunteering is obviously a nice thing to do if you can make time in your schedule or you have the means to do that. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking average work week hours to workers with multiple jobs. Yeah, that's I not a know. good thing. Uh, yeah, is that so, you're being taken advantage of? Like, well, Tim will do it. Just keep piling it on him. Or are these people just working their fingers to the bone? I don't know that you uh, want to be the number one, do you? Uh, yeah, they, I mean, certainly you are hard working, but the need of multiple jobs doesn't necessarily uh, come off as a good thing. Uh, but here, the, the hardest working state it is a border state North Dakota and then we have Alaska followed by South Dakota and Nebraska, Wyoming you know they do a color charted uh, map and Mm -hmm. it it looks like if you were to uh, just like right down the middle of the country, North, South Dakota, Nebraska Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas Iowa, that's the heartland that's where they're working hard. Where did Ohio come in, by the way? Your um, home Ohio, state? No, they're slacking. They're at number 44, <laughs> but they're not the worst. It looks like New Mexico is the least hardworking state. They, mm. they came in very dead last. But one above that, New York. And you always see, like in the movies, New Yorkers just hustling in their business suits and their briefcases. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they're not doing anything when they get there because they're they're sucking to the bottom. Lies. All lies. Lies. Yeah, you're just looking busy, but we know you're not. Oh, wait. Did we mention Minnesota at 23, right in the middle of the pack? Well, you know why? Out here, again, in the heartland, and then the farmers, and they're getting ready for harvest. Their work, it's that big metro area, you know, in their cushy jobs yeah. working from home. <laughs> How much stereotyping <laughs> can I do in one right? statement? <laughs> it's probably time to go for the day singing about the heartland. Not going to hear George Strait every day on this program. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow morning right here. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.